Lights. Mics. What was it? <laughs> oh, but well, you said camera. Oh, who's saying camera? <laughs> you mother. Okay. Wait, so it's actually two times? I think this is a great intro, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Lights. What? Action. <laughs> <clears throat> Kai, can you say action real quick? Action. Welcome, everyone, to the group. We're coming at you lot. No, we're not live. I'm sorry. But we are live recording. We are alive. A special episode for you guys. Today we're going to be talking about the 2019 film. Wait, was it 2019? Yes. Film Jojo Rabbit. Yes. Comedy directed by Taika Waititi. It's a fantastic film. We really enjoy it. Great comedy. Considered what dark humor mm-hmm. a little bit considering the subject matter Absolutely. and we can't wait to discuss it with you guys joining us today as you may have noticed the lack of steven and andy's voices finally but we have we have some very knowledgeable guests with us today local film experts we've got eileen you can you can say hi eileen. hey we've got kyron hello and we've got iris hi no no you have to say oh, sorry hello. hi okay Alrighty. And uh, please state y'all's credentials. You know, why is it that people should listen to your opinion? Well, I am your wife, so. Well, Brian has to listen to her opinion for sure. And I'm very beautiful. Good point. Good point. That is is valid. Alrighty. That is valid. Um, I've seen many, many movies. By no means am I an expert, but I love movies. Some may call you an addict. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's fair. It's one of my main hobbies for sure. Good. So for qualifications, uh, we've got wife. Beautiful and addict on the list. <laughs> Nicely done. Yes. Okay, guys, let's go ahead and get this podcast rolling with everybody's favorite segment. It's story time with Andy, but Andy's not here, so it's story time without Andy. Andy was gracious enough to provide us with the story ahead of time. Nice. I'm Unless gonna, it sucks. I'm gonna share. <laughs> I'm gonna share it with you guys, and then I want to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. How many of us are Ocean's Eleven's fans? I am. Definitely. Everybody here. All I right. raised my hand thinking y'all could see me. Yeah. Check. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> All right. Check out this headline, okay? George Clooney thinks Johnny Depp and Mark Wahlberg must regret turning down Ocean's Eleven. Apparently, George Clooney, in the beginning stages of casting for that film, reached out to several A-list stars, and some of them told them, to well i'm not going to read it you know verbatim here because this is a family oriented show Hmm. it's colorful Mm -hmm. language but they basically said not interested in the most colorful way possible what do you guys think about that can you imagine oceans 11 with johnny depp in it mark Wahlberg in it i I can i can Hmm. see it uh but i think i think uh johnny depp has made many awesome movies i don't think he really regrets it i, I don't mm-hmm. know about mark Wahlberg. Though. i think the only thing it. he regrets is his marriage oh, i really do <laughs> but you know what though well, i honestly think there is no character that johnny depp can't pull off i yes. think that if he was casted in that movie regardless of the role he would have been amazing at it and it would have been executed perfectly mm-hmm. but i don't think he regrets it and i think george clooney should be very happy he got that I agree. You think yeah. so? I think they, maybe on some level, because you, you guys got to remember Ocean's Eleven, this was a while back, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like a springboard for several people to kind of launch into superstardom. And to be a part of that cast, 
I do. I also agree. Johnny Depp, uh, especially, could have done a really good job because the movie has a lot of style. It's got a lot mm-hmm. of charm and charisma, and he could have done a great job, but he didn't appreciate the opportunity, yeah. and so he turned it down. I feel like maybe on some level, on some level, he regrets it. But what characters would they be playing, or do you see them playing? Well, obviously, Mark Wahlberg. They probably had him considered I could for. I can see him as Rusty. No. 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 Mark Wahlberg. No. Uh-uh. Don't. I really think that even. could work. I don't think so. I, I do think he could pull that off. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Linus. Maybe. Linus. Okay. Yeah, I can see that too. Which one's Linus? That's just my opinion. I Matt think Damon. he'd make a great Rusty. Yes. I really yeah. do. Yeah. No. That's what I was thinking. Matt do Damon. you remember who Rusty is? I remember Matt Damon. Tony <laughs> for sure. Is, is Linus the intellectual guy? No, Linus is the pickpocket. Yes, the sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to get. Yeah, the, there's I can see him being here. that character as well. There were sure. 12 people. Yeah. I wasn't. I'm just kidding. There's too many people. people. It's called Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> or maybe Mark Wahlberg as Andy Garcia's character, Benedict. Um, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Uh, oh well, okay. it's fine. I, <laughs> I like- think if anything, Johnny Depp um, would regret missing out on that experience, but I definitely don't think it hindered or hurt his career at all. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Okay, I see. Maybe his career isn't as great as it could have been, but it didn't negatively affect it. Yeah, is what you're saying. Okay, all right then. Well, uh, another interesting story, courtesy of Andy. Thank you, Andy. Everyone, thank Andy. Thank you, Andy. Thank Andy. you, Andy. Anaki right. in Hawaiian. okay guys let's get into let's get into the nitty-gritty here jojo rabbit now for our listeners there at home or in the car on your commute or at work or whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this very expertly made Mm. podcast uh once again we just want to warn you guys that we're venturing into spoiler territory here with our no cap recap we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and just recap the events of the movie for you as uh, briefly as possible so that way you're all caught up and then you can join us for our discussion okay let's go ahead and get started the year is world war two time (laughs) 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 that is the year yes (laughs) and johannes 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 (laughs) johann blitzer also known as jojo he's a 10 year old german boy and he's super excited to be a nazi so much so that his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler himself. Oh my god. And is attending a camp of young folk to train to be a part of Hitler's army. After a grenade related accident, Jojo must drop out of his training to be a Nazi soldier, move back home with mom, and is relegated to tasks throughout the town as he recovers. It's during this time that he discovers a young Jewish girl hiding in his home named Elsa. As Jojo wrestles with his Hitler-esque conscience, his mom is discovered by the Nazis to be helping the allies and Jewish people and is executed publicly. Very sad. So sad. Fortunately, Elsa is still not discovered. But Jojo and Elsa persevere and find a way to keep surviving. And as they do, their friendship strengthens. Shortly after, the war reaches its end and Germany is liberated from under the Nazi regime. Imaginary Hitler gets kicked out a window, and Jojo and Elsa are ready to take on the new world with newfound freedom and hope. Very nice. Thank you, guys. So now that we're all caught up, 
let's go ahead and go into our next segment which is the group discussion okay so in this segment we talk about why do we love or not love this movie and we get into maybe our reactions the first time we saw it but first I'm assuming everyone here loves this movie. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Am, am I? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Why? Why do we love it? Because it's cute. <laughs> Man, I absolutely loved this movie. And when I was kind of looking up some information, I really liked this critic's quote because he said that it's a beautiful film that uses absurdity to make you face history. And I think that's very, very true. Mm. It, you wouldn't think you would watch a comedy based on World War II, the Nazis, the persecution against the Jews, but they present it in such a funny way to, it makes you see how absurd everything really was. Mm-hmm. So, and especially seeing it from the point of view of a kid was really interesting. So <clears throat> I, I thought it was really well made. That's That mirrors my thoughts exactly. Because mm-hmm. I can't personally think of another movie that tackles such heavy subject matter but in a way like this, right? Mm-hmm. In a comedy that that you can still find, you know, plenty to laugh at mm-hmm. while still feeling for the characters and the more serious moments. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. similarly. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I, I also think some people don't love this movie because of that. Because mm-hmm. it's it's a serious matter and it's it's too funny. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've heard people mm-hmm. say. Uh, but I, I think it the I think it's a good movie. I think your mom said that. I actually. think my mother did <laughs> yeah. say that, but she, she did say that. I'm surprised she watched it. Ah, she barely. She's kind she of barely watched based it. on true true story kind of movies yeah. with war and stuff. But uh, yeah, not. She was like, this one's too silly. Yeah, she really <laughs> likes to see the suffering. Yeah, yeah. she's like, no, no, the like the, the tr- yeah, exactly. Mm, the brutality. Like this, this seems fake suffer, and I was like, mom. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's true, even though it is a comedy. It did keep the integrity and it still held the powerful message of what was the devastating history mm-hmm. you know what was going on and what's his face taika yes taika mm-hmm. he w- even mentioned how um why he put comedy into it you know that like yes there's a lot of holocaust films out there but they're all the same Mm-hmm. And he says it's easy for people to forget, even though they say they're never going to forget. They end up forgetting, like, oh, it's just another one. We've seen it. We know mm-hmm. what happens. But this way, it's adjusting towards the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, the generation. Yeah, That's a great point. Because in a manner of speaking, and I'm sure no one would want to feel this way, but people can become desensitized in a way, you know? Whenever you hear so much about it and you see so much about it, then it starts to become just this this event that happened, as horrible as it was, but not it's not um, provoking any new emotion in you. And so whenever you have a fresh take or a fresh approach, then it's something special. Exactly. Then you feel something different, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it, it really is. I, I'm a big sucker for one-of-a-kind movies. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, this is one-of-a-kind. Agreed. And now, really well made. Oh, like on a on a technical level, and we'll get into some of those details. But on a technical level, yeah, I agree. It's 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 fantastic. Now, now let's see if we agree with critics and audience scores. Okay, according to Rotten Tomatoes, eighty percent of critics say watch this movie. They say it's good enough. It's worth your time. Go watch it. Okay, audience score ninety four percent. So a big majority of people really enjoy it, and they recommend it to, to everyone else. And the Metascore, which if uh, 
if all the reviews you know whether it's a number score or like stars out of however many stars uh, an aggregate score like an average score of all of those the meta score is a 58 so it's let's say like a like a 6 out of 10 basically mm. according to mm. those scores now do y'all agree do you disagree what do you think I think they're good scores yeah I think they're good scores especially in a public's view mm-hmm. that's a high score Mm-hmm. That's oh, a like, high score. Like the audience yeah, score? Yeah, the audience score is high. 94? Okay, okay. I think that's high. You think it resonates more with, like, regular people? Mm-hmm. Then... Because the thing is, you watch the whole thing. Even if it's not maybe a genre or a topic that's, you know, your preferred, that's a high score mm-hmm. for a majority group of people mm-hmm. to have enjoyed I agree with like the audience score I definitely agree with it because for me personally and I'm not a film expert by any means but for me that's a top five movie mm-hmm. um, Rotten Tomato 80% is pretty generous because Rotten Tomato is not I don't always agree with their scores right um, but I would be willing to or I would venture to say that maybe that 20% shares what Iris was mentioning that they're like I don't know this, this is not comfortable for me to put comedy into such a dark you know period of time Mm-hmm. So I think that might affect scores a little bit too. Um, that overall score, what'd you say it was? The fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Yeah, that's like the yeah. average. The score. The average score, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And I agree. I agree with that. It's agree six with out that of ten. With, movie. This is a six out of ten movie for you. Yeah. I think but that score is too low. Like reason, I though. think it's a good movie, but I mean, it's not the best movie. Okay. Um, yeah, but I agree. It's a good movie. And like, so I would say it six even seven mm. i'm not like a comedy person like mm-hmm. i don't go out of my way to watch comedy movies mm-hmm. it's like if everyone else wants to watch a comedy then we can watch a comedy but that's not like what i lean towards mm. you know i share that sentiment but for this to be a, a comedy genre movie and to be in my top five not loving comedy for mm-hmm. me that's like that was that was a good movie <laughs> yeah this this movie for me is easily easily an 8 out of 10 mm-hmm. easily and i don't rate it higher you know it's interesting because before the this latest rewatch that we did uh, in preparation for for this podcast um i would have said that this movie is easily a 9 out of 10 but what i noticed rewatching it this last time which i think is like my third or fourth time rewatching it is that um it's rewatchability isn't as oh, how would you say as high as others is that right am i mm-hmm. using the right word here yeah it's not as rewatchable as other movies and i think because you know some of the tension is cut when you know the resolution of it um i, I didn't feel all the exact same things watching it this time than i did like the first time um which i don't even think we watched it in theaters honestly i think no. it, this was something that we rented and and we saw it at home for the first time, but still, compared to like uh, my first time reaction, this was much more subdued. And rewatchability is an important metric whenever I'm scoring a movie. I think that the the best movies out there are the ones that you can watch over and over again and not get tired of. Uh, and this one, I found myself more kind of just looking for other details and things and a little bit distracted. So, but I'm not trying to detract from you know the overall quality because it's still still 
I would say one of my favorites. One of my favorite movies. I agree with you. Because I would rewatch it a lot um, if there were other people who hadn't seen it with me. Because I mm-hmm. feed off that reaction. Mm-hmm. I feed off them like feeling the feelings that I felt the first time when I watched the movie. But, right. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, this one actually won the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. It was based off of a book. Um, the name escapes me right now. Caged Skies, I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. I need to read that. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the and the story itself is great. You know, yeah. it's engaging. It's interesting. And you want to see where it goes. And so that makes sense to me. I think they, they did an excellent, excellent job in writing the screenplay for it. So, Okay. Awesome. So let's go ahead and continue our discussion, guys, with the next segment, okay? We're moving on to the best thing I've ever seen. What are some of your favorite scenes of this movie? One that comes to mind is the living room dancing between Jojo and and Rosie, his mom. I agree. I feel like you really get a feel for their relationship. It really helps build um, as an audience watching it. You know, you really start to feel their emotions and what they're going through just you know her raising him by herself essentially and you know their bond that is a great scene it is is that your also your favorite kai or did you have another one it's one of the great scenes i had for sure because it's not just her being a single mom in wartime i mean she's helping the allies like she's basically participating in like espionage work and she's shielding her son from all of that Mm mm-hmm so you, I feel like you kind of almost see a breaking point there where her frustrations get to her, but she's able to just reel it back in and do this play acting between her role and the father's role and just making him feel safe, you know, even though all this is going on that he isn't aware of. So I loved that scene. That was actually my favorite scene. Um, another great scene I thought was that last argument he has with Hitler. <laughs> right before he kicks him out the window. That was amazing. Because I feel like that's his last struggle between letting go of that, like, Nazi mentality, of that feeling that, like, we are superior and the Jews are evil. Like, he's finally letting go of that last bit of, yeah. um, I don't know, that mentality that he was struggling with. Yeah. Like, yeah. finally letting that go. So, I thought that was really Yeah, that's, I, I agree. I was, oh, I actually had, um was thinking that all the scenes where he starts fighting with Hitler because Hitler's in his conscience like mm-hmm. it's like he it's what he feels now with with that girl and and like he's okay and and but Hitler is it's like no 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 stop that but it's his conscience <laughs> talking to himself so mm-hmm. I, I really like those scenes yeah yeah, my pick for favorite scene is any scene Yorkie is in. Well, I oh my god, say Yorkie that. is so like I literally oh, you stole the words out of my mouth, but oh my god, the, the Kai brought these this other scene, so I didn't say it when yeah. they're in the tent. Everything, every, every single scene with Yorkie was I, great. I freaking love, and then uh, any scene with Sam Rockwell in it also, Captain K. Yeah, oh. fantastic. I love it. I love it so much. That um, might actually yeah. be my favorite scene then. Um, like towards the end, whenever he, they're having that last conversation, Jojo and Captain K, Ooh, yes. and he takes the coat off him yes. and he's like, "Get away from me, Jew!" and he starts spitting on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sobbing. Out of con- <laughs> out of context, that sounds really bad for, for you to say that's your favorite scene. <laughs> if any of y'all need context, he does it to spare him from being executed yeah. with the rest of the captured Nazis. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, he did it with good intentions. It's good intent. It's the only time. It's the only time that you can spit on someone and call them a dirty Jew and it be acceptable. (laughs) 
never, never any oh other time. Um, no, and from a technical standpoint, I was going to say that my favorite scene was uh, the reveal as far as what happened to his mom. Hmm. That that to me, that scene still hit as hard as it did the first time I saw it. Oh, yeah. This last time oh I saw it. Oh my god, it kicked me in the chest. And and you're watching such a such a lighthearted you know movie despite the subject matter it's still pretty lighthearted throughout and that the way the camera just pans and it's just so there's no dramatic flair to it mm-hmm. you know it just happens yeah because that's how it happens to jojo he just happens upon it and it's a it's a horrible shock in the moment and so you feel that as an yeah. audience member like how like how jojo does. i was so impressed with that kid's acting there uh, yes. Where he goes from like a calm state, you know, looking mm-hmm. at a butterfly, mm-hmm. to you really feel his emotions. Then when he realizes whose shoes he's looking at, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm man. always surprised with like impressed with kid actors who can pull off these intense emotions and feelings that they've likely never actually experienced, but they can still portray them on screen. Exactly, like, that is crazy to me. Yep. No, he did really good. So. Um, so thinking about you know all the great scenes in the movie, but at at what point of the movie is your point of no return? You're watching. Let's say the the example we put is let's say that it comes out on TV, right? You stumble upon it, and it has to reach this point for you to say, okay, I'm into the end. I have to watch it through to the end. For me, it was early on because I remember when I first was watching this movie. And it was when uh, Jojo accidentally blows himself up with the hand grenade. <laughs> That's like, early. At that point, yeah, That's early. Well, at that point, I was invested. I'm like, this kid blew himself up. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? And he's the main character. Uh-huh. And then, you know, it's... And then that's when I knew this movie's going to be intense. Like, it's going to be interesting no matter what. <laughs> okay, um, okay. I think mine was... Because, yeah, I, I thought that was funny. But I think I would say my point would be when Elsa is discovered mm. I think because oh, I'm like oh one. okay so what is he gonna do now she yeah. stole mine she stole that's what, that's what I was gonna say yeah. <laughs> man but that's yeah. true that, because that's... at first you assume that both mother and son are Nazi sympathizers yeah right? like they're together and then mm-hmm. this happens and I'm like oh, or at okay. least she's indifferent about it mm-hmm. yeah even if she's not a full blown supporter but she doesn't care yeah. right but no at that point you know she's all in mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. against the Nazis did you have a different point I'm, of no return no Yes. I don't think mine was very early on. I'm not going to lie. That's okay. It's kind of late. Yeah, that's fine. Um, end credits. It's, may, when, it's when things are picking up, get things get more heated. I think um, whenever Captain K is reading back or verifying the, pa- the her papers. Ooh. So that's when the Gestapo shows up. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That is late, but it's a very tense scene. Yeah. So, so that I makes sense. I, I have to finish the movie at that point. Okay. Okay. No, that's fair. That's at least good. it wasn't out on the boat already hunting Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> that was so late. <laughs> the end credits really got me. <laughs> yeah. When uh, when Heroes by David Bowie starts playing, that's whenever I have to. I just have to finish it. I have to fin- have to finish the movie. Oh my god. Okay. Alrighty then. So let's move on to our next segment, guys. Which what we like to call behind the scenes, and this is where we uh, discuss a little bit of the technical aspects of uh, the filmmaking process. Okay, we'll, we discuss the director, uh, the cinematography, the, the screenplay, the score, the special effects, uh, anything technically about the movie that really uh, impressed you or you know stood out in some way. Let's hear about it. 
What did y'all notice? I noticed that it had a Wes Anderson type feel. I mean, it had some of those colors, and I like that, and also some of that symmetry. And I think that what that's what made the movie so so pretty. Mm-hmm. I think. I can I can actually now that you say that because I was about to uh, put you on blast for comparing this to Wes Anderson. No, no, not the <laughs> theme or anything, but I mean like the the colors and and like some stuff was you know how Wes Anderson likes to have things symmetrical. Very symmetry right, and very right. even that's, and balanced. There were some knowledgeable in directors. I'll take your word for it. Some <laughs> scenes were like that. That's that's exactly right. That's what I was gonna say. At, at first, I was gonna put you on blast, yeah, but now I yeah, totally don't agree. Don't you dare put your there's on there is a there is a scene <laughs> that uh, very much um, replicates Wes Anderson style, and that's whenever the um, it, at the pool. Do you remember when they're at the pool? Yes. And Jojo is getting his physical therapy in, right? Mm-hmm. And you have Captain K and that other guy, and uh, they're sitting like in that yeah, that, that bench with Rebel. Wolf. That indent, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, at the pool, and the camera just stays fixed, mm-hmm. right? And it's nice and centered, and everything else is just happening. And then Rebel Wilson comes along too, and, and also she's scooting scoots down up. <laughs> that is a good example of what of what she's talking about. And that was also very well done. I think a- that kind of plays into the cinematography part yeah. as well. Yeah, there was a scene where yeah. um, the mom is, they're walking down those stairs like in mm-hmm. the park or something. Yes. And you see like a far away shot mm-hmm. of the stairs and they're at the bottom. I'm like, that's kind of like a Wes Anderson shot. Okay. That's I'm what not, I felt. No, that's fine. It's okay if you if you feel no, that no, way. No, 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 you're judging. I'm not judging. He said He just like, said it's okay if your feelings are wrong. Did you feel those pauses? like, oh, it's fucking <laughs> You're wrong, but no. I guess that's okay. okay. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. The director, Jeez. Taika Waititi, gets double credit, in my opinion, considering the fact that not only did he direct this movie very well, but he acted in it very well. Yep. So well. Very, very and that well. wasn't even the plan. Yeah, exactly. That oh, was, really? Yeah. That. He he didn't want a big actor to play Hitler because mm-hmm. he thought it would take away mm-hmm. from the message of the story. Like, it would just okay. be centered around the actor. Okay, exactly. he's humble. But he doesn't consider when, himself um, a big actor. <laughs> what's it called? Fox, whatever, got the script and mm-hmm. was going to make it into a movie. The condition that he put was that, what's his name? Taika? Taika. Taika had to play Hitler. That was a condition for the movie to be made. Wow. Oh, that's interesting. I know. Then he said, he said, how can I play Hitler? Look at me. I'm too good looking. (laughs) (laughs) Valid. Very valid. Which isn't wrong. (laughs) But we'll get into that later. The the thing about the director, though, is that he has to maneuver all these moving pieces to create an end product that everyone's going to like. And one thing that can be difficult is when you're working with children and you can see that in in many different other movies right that have mm-hmm. child actors in them and nothing against the kids they're kids after all how can you expect perfection from them you know what i mean yeah Iris. but but the director has a big role in getting the best performances possible out of child actors you know steven spielberg is one that comes to mind that is very good at doing that exactly love steven is that he <laughs> <laughs> what we really do we watch a lot of you don't of know which movies. steven i'm talking about <laughs> yes we all love steven okay but uh but no again props props to uh to taika for for everything that he did as a director mm-hmm. cinematography um i was gonna say it's not outstanding uh but it's very well done and the examples that i can think of off the top of my head 
is uh, how Jojo discovers Elsa. It's mm. shot like a horror movie. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Her fingers. Yeah. It was great. Dude, yeah. for well, real. Totally. giving. Yes. Very, very well done. Um, the You, you kind of get some foreshadowing from the eyeline shots of Jojo looking at his mom's shoes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that happens at the pool and it happens by the riverside. Yep. Right? And then it happens when we see what happens to her. Mm-hmm. But my point is, is that it, it has plenty of examples of of good to great cinematography yes. you know what i mean so again it's it's something to be appreciated and same with the with the screenplay the score i think we all noticed the german songs yeah you know yes. that's a nice touch the soundtrack was great it was so very good. well chosen right and then um as far as special effects i didn't really read too much about uh the use of like computer you know cgi mm-hmm. type effects i'm assuming a lot of it was was done practically mm-hmm. which i think uh helps a lot he he wanted it to be filmed in berlin yeah. wow. but the laws of you know children uh, were different they like they couldn't work more than three hours a day or something oh my goodness mm. i guess they respect kids more over there i know it's weird <laughs> we but like yeah, to the, the we less, like to put them to work i like to make them work for free <laughs> yes exactly it's called homeschool it's called- and what about wardrobe kai what did you see okay um so i again i don't know how to pronounce the name i think it's maze rubio um but anyway she Close was in enough. charge of wardrobe yeah i'm gonna guess that's how you pronounce do you know how to pronounce no it? i don't know I okay no <laughs> that's what i'm guessing um, but she did a lot of wardrobe for um, Avatar and like Thor Ragnarok. Like oh. she, and then she collaborated with Taika in Thor Ragnarok as well. Right. That's cool. Uh-huh. But that's a lot of like CGI wardrobing. So this was very different because this is working with like actual pieces of clothing yeah. and everything. But I, I was reading up on it and I loved it because she was saying how the, the world is viewed from Jojo's eyes. It's viewed from the eyes of a kid. Mm-hmm. And he's in this like you know nazi child fantasy world where he's he's so happy he comes from the superior race he's serving this great cause for this great leader um and then everyone's dressed in vibrant colors and that's how he sees the world everything's vibrant Mm -hmm. and then as the movie kind of progresses this evolves into how he's seeing the world because in the beginning like there's all these bright colors like um adolf hitler all the kids they've got these like light tan bright clean cut uniforms and then by the end of the day they're wearing gray paper (laughs) Uniforms like Yorkie's, like this is like a paper-like material that I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah, and those those uh, costumes are actually made of cardboard and cotton, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. And even after he finds out that um, Adolf Hitler had been had shot himself, he's no longer in his bright tan suit. He comes in this like gray suit that's like kind of falling apart in tatters. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the way they did that. That as the wardrobe and the colors of the scenery is changing as he's viewing the world differently. Mm-hmm. And that was a cool thing I didn't notice until I read up on that. And then his mom's shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, they're these, like, brown and white shoes. And so what they were saying is that... I thought they were red. I thought so, too. They're, they're brown and white. And they're so... <laughs> I seriously also thought they were red. <laughs> it's like that dress. Uh, you're welcome to fact check me. <laughs> Anyways, the brown red shoes. <laughs> yes, the shoes. So you were mentioning how there's, like, lots of shots of the shoes and how... Um, she mentioned that they symbolize like the beauty he saw in his mother 
And then eventually they ended up telegraphing that horrible tragedy. You know, he sees the shoes and immediately, without having to look up, he knows that's mom mm-hmm. hanging publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was interesting. I don't know if there's a connection, but I thought it was interesting that the very end, when um, Elsa no longer has to be in, like, gray and brown because she's stuck living in a wall, she comes out and she's in, like, a green, green sweater. And yeah. yeah, green vibrant um, coat. And then he kneels down to tie her shoes and their brown and white shoes. And I noticed that. Interesting. And I was like, I wonder if that ties into that at all. But I couldn't find anything concrete on that. They paid, you know, close attention to detail. Because part of it is historical accuracy, but then the other part of it is, you know, conveying the story and the way they want to tell it. And you can do that, even without any dialogue or anything else. That's one thing that I always admire about well-made movies. Alrighty, guys, so... Moving on to our next segment, what we call winners and losers. So if you guys had to pick one actor as the best performance of this movie, who are you picking? That's so hard, and I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this, and that is hard. Taika, correct? Mm-hmm. He did so good. And I and that character wasn't even in the book, you know what I mean? Like he created that character mm-hmm. and he got to play it and that was amazing. But a child acting at such a young age, you know, in such a a film that's so big and so, you know, dark and has a lot of history and has a lot of um a powerful message behind it is so impressive. Mm-hmm. And then there's Scarlett Johansson, which hello. Yes. It's Scarlett Johansson. Of course. <laughs> Which she hello? was a major one for me. Scarlett Johansson. Really? She did so good. Yeah. I just love her. <laughs> but I also think the kid is the one that um, did really great. Yes. So I, I would put him as best performance, especially since he had the most lines, mm-hmm. and he just did so well. Mm-hmm. Right. So his name is is Roman Griffin Davis? Yes. yes. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the the actor who played JoJo. I would probably put him and Taika as my top two, or tied for the top spot mm-hmm. for best performance. What about so impressive. what about worst performance? I don't want to say worst like performance, okay. but like the most unnecessary character okay. in my opinion was that what's that guy like who was following Captain K? Yeah, that oh, guy. Yeah. 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 You're like, oh my god, out. that's exactly <laughs> the guy I had. But I was yeah. just gonna say because he was just useless. Yeah, he was opinion, useless. And well, he he, he was there to serve a purpose. Yeah, in the film, mm. but um, but definitely does not stand out the same way a lot of these other characters did. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'd give worse performances <laughs> to the characters of um, I think it was Hans and Ansel or something. There were the two boys in the beginning who were bullying Jojo because he wouldn't kill the rabbit. Oh, mm. they're mean. They performed well. They were just annoying. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying there was a bad performance. I'm just saying the characters were irritating. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that I don't get, um, you oh know, roasted by you guys, but my my worst performance is Scarlet Johansson. <gasps> I'm sorry. In what world? Uh, in my universe. Out of, out he of, is a hater. No, I'm not a hater. I am not a hater. Isn't she the highest paid actress? Yes, she is. And with good oh. reason. ScarJo is very talented. She does a great job. And honestly, I think the only thing about her performance in this movie that for some reason stood out to me as not great is her accent. 
I don't understand why everyone else I believe is actually German except her. Maybe because you've seen her in more things. It could be. That could be. You're just seeing Black Widow in your mind, I think. But then again, I've seen Sam Rockwell in lots of movies, and mm-hmm. I had no issues at all. So it's with... just because she's a girl. What? No. <laughs> wow. And you know, you know what? You know why that's not the case? Why? Because I think. <laughs> Tell us why. He didn't say why. Explain He's why. I'm not. I'm not mansplaining. Okay. <laughs> I'm just explaining myself. Because I think Rebel Wilson did fantastic. Uh-huh. And she she, was really funny. she cracked me up every single like every single line of hers was hilarious. Shoot yes. everyone that looks different to us. And I <laughs> she's go give an American <laughs> hug. Yeah, you see that American? <laughs> go give him a hug. Exactly. See, it was horrible. I don't I don't know why. Because again, ScarJo does great at conveying her emotions whenever she's talking with Elsa. Uh, about what it is to to grow up and and to be a woman, and uh, she talks about Inge, her daughter, you know, and how she wishes Ryan, that. Don't mansplain to us what it is to be a woman. No, please. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. No, I'm just saying. Fair. I'm just fair. saying that she conveys emotion very well, but it, mm-hmm. there's just something about her accent. In your own words, it's okay that you think that way. <laughs> oh my god. You know it's wrong. Yeah. Best line. I was. Oh. Oh, I have so many. <laughs> Wait, let me let me share one though for reals. Okay, there is a when lot of great. Elsa lines. was telling JoJo, so she says, "You're not a Nazi, JoJo. You're yes. a ten-year-old kid who likes dressing up in a funny uniform and wants to be part of a club, but you're not them." That was so deep. Mm-hmm. Why? Because this movie is centered around this ten-year-old kid who desperately wants to be a Nazi. He mm-hmm. wants to be part of this club. But he is so um, ignorant, and he doesn't know the truth, the true horrors of what is going on around him. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to reason with him. You know, the closer they're getting, she's trying to help him break through of that um, molding that they've done to these young children at such a young age. You mm-hmm. know, of all these false teachings and telling them things that aren't right, things aren't you know training them to be something that's wrong. Yeah, and oh, it cut deep. It's uh, it's almost like a type of meta commentary, because even even in current times, you may have you know some some young men and women that think that these type of ideals is the way to go. Right. And in all honesty, it could just boil down to they just want to feel accepted and they want to be a part of a group. And I mean, they found they found one that you know they try to be a part of. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like, well, you're adopting some pretty some pretty horrible ideologies here, and it's and you don't have to crazy because I am I read that something that shows how little JoJo knows is the fact that his imaginary friend is Hitler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you how many times did you see him offer him a cigarette when Hitler was opposed to smoking? Mm -hmm. in real life you know you see his imaginary friend eating meat when hitler was a vegetarian Hmm. like that all of that was just supposed to show how little jojo knows and that's cool he just wants to be accepted i think you should have saved that for like the egg drop because that's that's a very (laughs) that's a very uh interesting point so what you're saying is that vegetarians are like hitler (laughs) (laughs) is that what you're saying interesting eat meat if you're a good person guys (laughs) 
No. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're do- we're all just kidding. I really hope everyone knows that we're kidding. But I think Brian's serious. That's Loki. a that was a fantastic <laughs> line though. Any others? What was y'all's best line? I had a couple too. One thing I really liked is when he he wants to write that book. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna negotiate and be like, okay, I'm gonna hide you, but you have to tell me all about the Jews because I'm writing an expose. <laughs> um, and he's like, I want you to draw me where you all live, as if they all live in like one, yeah, one in secluded one spot. community. <laughs> But and she draws that funny picture of him with all his scars and stuff, and he's like, "This is just a stupid drawing of my head," and she's like, "Yeah, that's where we live." Isn't that yeah. crazy? And I thought that was a great line. It was. It was. It was a comedic line. moment. Yes. But it's also very deep. It hit me yeah. because that's true. You don't see like the the only reason the Jews have the G- German or the Nazi on the mind is because they're being persecuted by them. But that obsession was their own. Mm-hmm. And all these false ideas is in their head, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. Oh, they so the horns and tails and good. scales. <laughs> they live rent-free in their head. I had I'm, Most of the lines I wrote down were all comedic. I knew you, you guys. Would. You guys wrote down all the deep stuff, and I've got here... Mine was comedic. <laughs> no, I know but which one you have, Brian. I put, I'm just a kid in a fat kid's body. Yeah. I love that I one. That I one. loved that, that so good. much. Your kid's just I know which the one best Brian thing has. ever. What one did which you one? put? I feel like Brian has... It's definitely not a good time to be a Nazi <laughs> right after they lost the war. That is a good line, but I didn't have that one written down. I have, um, none of this should be weird while Hitler is in bed. Because that's, that's hilarious. Oh my god. None of this should be weird. I have written down when Sam Rockwell is like, I didn't mean actual German shepherds. (laughs) I meant dogs. I meant dogs. That was good. I have written down when, uh, when the, uh, the, uh, the Gestapo guy whenever he they're like he just like the most random thing where he's just like you may have heard a rumor that hitler only has one ball oh, yeah. <laughs> he has three or no, four. Yeah. Yeah. four that was so funny and random this is nonsense oh my god he has four those oh, gestapo people were hilarious yes, yes. horrible but hilarious yeah exactly they're oh silly. my god all right but is there a worse line for you Something I'm that's pretty just sure like, it's something one of my least favorite guys said. I think it'd be <laughs> Anything Hitler, he said right? was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, say, say, say that again, Bic. I said I think it'd be Heil, Heil Hitler. Oh my yeah. goodness, that's the best answer. Which There's time? no other right answer. Uh, <laughs> the many times. times. <laughs> the many times. Yeah. Out of the 48 times that it was said. Oh my goodness. You know those videos that's like show two videos that are giving the same energy two videos. it showed that one and then it showed the new barbie hi barbie hi barbie, oh. hi barbie. <laughs> <laughs> and then one one other thing in uh in the winners and losers right we like to uh see who was the uh the winner winner holiday roast out of everyone involved in this movie who came out on top probably roman you think roman yeah. I would have said Taika. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, he directed and wrote the whole thing. <laughs> well, that's why he, he comes out on top. That's why he comes out on top. Okay, that's fair. He's and the he, star. And he acted the most difficult role that you could get. He did. A like, how was, how was Alf, like, slightly likable as an imaginary children's character? <laughs> I know. Exactly. This episode was brought to you by Nazi Repellent, 
One spray will send those Nazis running away. And self-tying shoes for when you find yourself on the run in Nazi Germany. Get yourself some self-tying shoes today. You don't want to get caught tripping. Let's go ahead and start with our uh, next segment, what we like to call egg drops. Easter eggs, little known facts, perhaps uh, foreshadowing or symbolism that we found in the movie on our latest rewatch. I mean, we discussed already some of these details, but are there any others that y'all have found that you would like to share? I don't know if y'all knew this already, but that, that final song, Heroes, by David Bowie. Is about two lovers separated by the Berlin oh, Wall. Wall in Berlin. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was recorded in Berlin too. Really? Mm. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's some cool. Pretty cool things. I love that song. By Don't the way. quote me. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's just making things up. Eileen. Eileen says that uh, that it was recorded in Berlin. <laughs> she said that. Okay, and we're all gonna take Shut it as fact. Up. No. So, all right, yeah, exactly. I got one, I got one. Um, What's yours? Well, that I looked up. Uh, <laughs> that Sam Rockwell, to get his accent uh-huh. uh, right on point, he watched a lot of classical war movies. In fact, lots with es- lots of movies with esteemed actors, such as Marlon Brando, who played German actors. However, he finally arrived at the conclusion that his character's voice would be basically be Bill Murray with a German accent. <laughs> Bill Murray with the German <laughs> Everyone did so great with the it's accents. And you know what? That is no small feat because it's really hard to pull off an accurate yeah, accent. Yeah, Brian, stop hating on Scarlett Johansson. I'm sorry, <laughs> okay? I want to hear your German accent. Let's hear it. No, no, Let's I'm not it. saying that I'm any better, okay? <laughs> it was just in comparison with everyone else in the movie. Sure. I'm sorry. That's just such an impressive talent to me. Um... I'm going to put my husband on blast because he does amazing <laughs> accents. His accents and his impressions crack me up all the time. And he doesn't do them for just anybody. I wish he would because they're funny. I feel like you're just bragging that you have a husband. Yeah, and I how do. awesome I have a very it. handsome, funny husband. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the point being that I'm, I'm very impressed with how well they could pull off their accents. You know, even some who didn't do as great as to Brian's standards. But <laughs> to me, it was impressive. <laughs> well, who can reach Brian's standards? How about... You know, because we have a segment called Castaway, where we try to maybe take a movie and hypothetically try to put other people cast in certain roles. Um, I thought hard about this. Or we talk about, you know, like... because I did not. Maybe, maybe certain people that were going to be cast, but they didn't. Um, this is kind of tough with more modern movies, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, but... If you have something in mind, Eileen, please share. So, you guys might disagree with me, and that's only because you're wrong. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) But I'm just going to go with maybe one you guys won't have two big opinions on, I hope. Okay. And ease my way into it. But Rosie's character, Mm -hmm. right? Scarlett Johansson killed it. But if I had to recast it... Killed it in a good way. If I had to recast it (laughs) with a new person... Like, I have no choice but to choose a new Rosie. Mm Mm-hmm. My one of my first thoughts, and she may be too young for this, but she's only four years younger than hmm. Scarlett Johansson, no, so maybe not. Okay, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Okay. Okay. All right. I can see that. I can absolutely right. See that. Isn't she cute? <laughs> yes. She would look so cute in those outfits. Yes. For Rosie. Yes. 
Not only, not only the wardrobe, but I think she would pull off the character really well. Mm-hmm. And just maybe so have talented. an accent that is Brian approved. What about Emily Blunt? You just want Emily yes. Blunt in everything. Yes, because she's Blunt. awesome. She I'm is sorry, awesome. But Emily but Blunt good. is just Why are you such a hater on these great actresses? I'm not saying... Emily Blunt is awesome, she's but... Or do you want that's... a man to play Rosie? <laughs> No woman is Get rid of the mother and bring back the father is what Brian says. Mm-hmm. Y'all stop it. In all honesty, stop Emily Blunt would be amazing. I she would. She would. Mm-hmm. But let's take Emma Stone. So okay. the next. <laughs> I think. I think if you were to cast, if you had to recast Garjo for this role, I thought of Leia Sado. Who's that? She yeah. is the leading actress in the the last two Bond films. Okay. Spectre. Okay. Spectre and No Time to Die. I like her. And I like I, her very she, much. She would do good. And I mm-hmm. think that she would. She would nail the accent. Also. Not the only accent, yes. But <laughs> what about the humor? What about <laughs> the little? Comments? No, I think she that's could true. Do it. I think she could. Maybe. I have okay. confidence. See, it's so not. We all agree with. It's Lena not Stone. Stone. Yeah. It's not just about. <laughs> it's not just about the the accent and being German, but like you said, the the humor part of it too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's a good point. Well, I don't. I I'm just saying that would be a sure thing. thing. Yeah. What? I didn't understand what a sure thing. Could... A sure thing is what oh she gosh. said. Brian, Q-tips. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, don't use Q-tips. Those we're, apparently damage. We're your wearing ears. headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a matter of that. <laughs> I mean, it still could not wear the headphones. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, are you ready to hear my pick for the boy? Yes. yes. For JoJo, okay. The only person, okay, the first person that came to my mind was, um, I had a Google name, so I didn't know his name, but (laughs) Jacob Tremblay? Let me see. Tremblay. He. Tremblay. Tremblay. He plays the younger brother in the Book of Henry. I love that child so much. And. Don't be weird. He also, (laughs) do you know who it is? I don't know any other way. He did the voice in Luca. Oh, okay. Um, he did Flounder's voice. And Have you not seen the book? Of he Henry? was. Watch it. He's a very good child actor. Mm-hmm. Is he still a child? And he had, he had, no, he had a growth. No, he had a growth <laughs> spurt in 2020. But in 2019, when the movie came out, he still, he still looked like a kid. Okay. And I think he he's just such a good. And what I've seen him in, no, he's I a feel fabulous like he actor. Has potential as a child actor to pull it yeah. off. And he plays a, a deformed little boy. What's oh, in Wonder. Wonder. Oh, okay. Yeah, we see. We movie. saw that that's one. That's a good movie. So it's that kid. Wow. That okay. was the challenge for me. I could not think of a single child because I'm like, all of my favorite kid actors have grown. Yeah. These kids grow so fast, mm-hmm. and I would have no idea who to cast like now for mm-hmm. that role. Right. I I don't even know if uh, if Roman Griffin Davis had a big starring role before this movie. He's probably too big now to start. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I was trying to think if anyone could replace Taika as Hitler. Yeah. I, Bill Hader. Who? Bill Hader? Who's that? I think he that, was. That's, that's, that's good. good. Nice. That is good. Bill Hader is an SNL uh, alum. Okay. Like he, he was on Saturday Night Live quite a bit. I'm so trying to... Okay, let's see if you can... Okay. Oh. I can see it happening. See, maybe not this hair, I haven't but, seen him in anything. Yeah. 
Also, I can't opinionate. I feel but like I trust you could have that serious face, but with silliness still there. Also, I, yeah. yes, okay, I agree. I agree with that. That's a good that pick. Happening. That's a very good pick. Do you agree well, finally with me? <laughs> thank you. Th- thank you. It's nice to see their husbands supporting the wives yes. every once in a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought of someone, but I don't know how he'll look <laughs> as a Hitler, but I just was trying to think of someone who's who's good at being funny and, like, can do it so naturally. Not Eddie Murphy. Was be a no. Nazi? <laughs> no, it'd be funny. Be Who? Who? <laughs> Ryan yeah. Reynolds. <laughs> oh my god. No. Actually, no. That's a different yes. comedy no, to him. No, no, Okay, no. he could not put, like, and this is a good thing, he could not pull off the look. He could not pull off the look. I don't doubt he'd be hilarious. But I don't think it'd be believable. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, I don't. That was funny. Yeah, I was pushing it, it but you know who do a great Captain K? Who? Johnny Depp. <laughs> he would really? make. He would do a fantastic. He's like buoyant, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's really loose with his body. Oh my god! It's <laughs> hilarious. I like seeing big stars in small roles sometimes yeah in movies you know yeah. it's a little treat mm-hmm. so like but that not that other guy with captain k imagine if that had been johnny depp that'd have been awesome <laughs> i don't gosh. even know why what guy the other guy he cannot Who's be second the, to captain k. Is it the other guy with captain k oh <laughs> that the one guy. that you deemed worst yes. I, not any hate to the actor himself just his that role was just not very impressive that's what and he, he was being outshined by the others is all mm-hmm. <laughs> he was outshined that's true my god did y'all have any other hear me out elsa millie bobby brown yes Yep. Absolutely. Mm. She no? could definitely pull that character. I think she could. She, she has that could. look. She has the look. There you go, Hayden. She absolutely could. And Stranger Things 5 is coming out. Mm. I even think that uh, David Harbour could be also um, what? Hitler. Hitler? Who? David Harbour? Yeah. No. I wish I, I knew who David was. was. Yeah. <laughs> that is a Who's thick he? Hitler. And that, no disrespect to oh, Mr. David Harbour. Oh, my God. There is no way. Look okay. at him. Hey. That's a bad take. You know what? I could even see him being Captain K, but I don't know if I could see him being Hitler. Hitler. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe Captain K, I but no. I never thought I'd think about Hitler this hard. I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god alright guys I love him though I oh really my do. gosh here we go we've made it to the second to last segment of the show uh, considered by many to be their favorite just behind Andy's I'm sorry story time with Andy and that's the hit it takes I really hope you did your homework okay no. <laughs> I really hope that you studied well Every hitta and their individual personalities. Absolutely. Did y'all just hear all my papers? Uh, <laughs> that was me not studying. I, I got this. That was me not studying. <laughs> go, Brian. Go, go, right. go. Here we go. Let's see. Let's start. Let's start with an easy one. Okay. Okay. Bees vexing issues. Um, that was not easy. What do you got? You ADC go first. What? No, I, I'm gonna piggyback I, off what you say. No, no, don't you dare piggyback. <laughs> um, no, no. Kai seems like she has something on her I mind. Don't. 
You guys, you guys have nothing for um, bees vexing issues. This is the one that we're always worried is gonna take like the most amount of time. Really? And wait, you guys have wait, nothing. Me, What's vexing? Give me like two seconds here. Okay. How about I share my vexing issue then? Okay. Yes. yes. Share your vexing show, issue. Show Other us. than the accent. Although, yeah, the accent was a big one. Yeah. ScarJo's accent was was a big one. My um. My vexing issue, I have two, and I don't know... One of them, I know for a fact, is done on purpose anyway, so I'm not going to be a stickler about it. And that's, how does Yorkie survive so much stuff? Uh, he oh literally God. ran into an explosion. Yes. And he still... But, I mean, that... The movie is self-aware about that. Because even Yorkie is like, I, it, it seems like I can't, can't die. die. <laughs> I feel... Um, I don't know if this is going to be at all accurate, but something I thought about that I feel like maybe you thought about mm. was when they killed Rosie, right? Mm -hmm. Because she, she was caught, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Well, I think the plan was to do something until they found, quote unquote, Inga there. You know? And she's already 17, Oh, so is that why they raided the house? Well, they they raided it because they found someone against their cause, and they were they were probably looking to see if they were hiding any Jews there, and they found, you know, they found Elsa who pretended to be Inga, mm -hmm. and they were like, okay, well, I guess we're just gonna leave them be, because Inga's gonna take care of the kid. Had she not shown up, they may have taken Jojo. Oh. I don't know think oh i see what's happening because i was gonna say you'd think they'd look you know more into it and mm -hmm. do or someone a harsher would be investigation like, or or someone would be sent to pick up the kids from the house yeah yeah but then again this is wartime there's mm. probably not a whole lot of social services and what year going was on. that uh world war ii <laughs> well if they only had cardboard for uniforms i'm sure they weren't <laughs> But that was going to take in any more mounts to feed. Yorkie's Yorkie's uh, survival is one, and then the other was that. Um, do you guys remember when JoJo has like that that costume on and he's asking for medal for the war cause, yeah. you know, for pots and pans, mm -hmm. yeah. and he sees his mom leave one of those one of those notes. Mm -hmm. well, I, is it because she didn't look back? It's because she does it. In a very non-discreet, it's super yeah. conspicuous. <laughs> yeah. how I was she even vexed on that. Yeah, that's that to me is. But a do you think issue. it was for the viewers' benefit? Well, th obviously, but and still, just, and not just then too. When she was burning the notes in the fireplace, he was right there with like the window open, probably a few feet away from her. You would think that she would have heard him, right? And the lights on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You would think you walk into a room and do a quick scan and be like, who's, who's home? Around? You guys, yeah. give her a break. She already got caught. She already got hung, you know? She got executed. Like she suffered for it. She paid her for her indiscreetness. For her mistakes. Here's yeah. one. Here's one. So, you know, um, what's his face? Oh, Jojo gives Elsa one his knife, and then later on he uses another knife. Mm -hmm. But then the mom comes and she says... Where are all the knives? Oh yeah, yeah. you only like, had one knife. Okay, so you only had one knife. <laughs> yeah, because one That's was good. Joe's. That's you know, a good one. <laughs> I wonder if it was because it was just the one knife, or it's under the assumption that this girl's gonna take all the knives. I gotta hide them. Because mm. that's where my thought went with that when she's oh, like, "What I didn't happened to all about the that. knives?" She's Maybe. like, "Oh, I took them all because she got them." <laughs> like the kid took them all. Yeah. 
Oh. Maybe. Oh, I can see it. I thought that was JoJo preventing Elsa from arming herself any, with any more knives. Right. Because mm. fake fake Hitler is like, stop giving her so many knives. Yeah, yeah. yeah she has two knives. <laughs> that was the immediate assumption. I could be totally like reaching with that, but that's what I thought. Okay. Oh. Let's 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 try another hit of take, okay? Jay's uh chef chef kiss. Oh. Hitler's mustache. Bro. <laughs> She's just like, I give a little hand to that. She's like, that's hilarious. Hitler's mustache. Not even Hitler. Yeah, Hitler's no. mustache. She's like, it looks just good mustache. That's good. What, did you, what do you guys her. say? Mm, Captain K. Captain In K? In his full glam Ew, uniform. feathers. <laughs> she would say, like, he actually rocked it. Or Hitler with the headdress the indian headdress with the indian headdress you think the indian headdress does something for in other words anything (laughs) weird yeah uh juan is into it okay (laughs) agreed say yours brian uh i wrote down um kids all right (laughs) (laughs) period let's try we do not advocate for that you guys (laughs) let's try uh let's try miji's style trial okay so this one is who do you think was best dressed scarlet she Absolutely had like the coolest styles. I would have said. She did. I would have said Captain K's final look. I was gonna say Captain no. K's final look. I, I mean that's. But I liked all of Scar's. Let's um. Um. um <laughs> the everything. Just everything. I thought her cute was so like her hair cute. Her fit was so cute, especially on the bike when they were both riding their oh, bikes. Oh, on the bike. And she just looks so proper. Yeah. And I was like, I want to have that moment in my life. Her coat, though. <laughs> I'm surprised. I won't fall. I'm surprised no one has said uh, Elsa's last look. Mm, it wasn't that impressive. It wasn't? I mean, I liked the coat, but it wasn't like a wow outfit. Other, other or than the she, color symbolism was not impressed. Or whenever she pretends to be, you know, JoJo's sister. Hmm. No, nothing. No, I have to rewatch that scene. I think in that scene, you're more anxious over are they going to get found out or not to kind of really to focus on on what she's wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. All right then. Moving on to to the next hit of take. It's going to be Kay's laugh out loud moment. What y'all get? All of Yorkies. I think okay, it was okay. Yeah, everything, everything Yorkie. Oh, the balls, oh no, no, no! The it's balls. whenever Yorkie was talking about the Russians, and he's like, "We need to stop them all before I think they like they eat our children and screw our dogs." Yes, <laughs> that's it. That's a good one, right? That's oh, the gosh. one. Yorkie was that's great. That's for the, the one. for the small amount of screen time he got, he made such an impression. Yes, I love we Yorkie. love him. Yep, I had wrote, I had written down. Uh, the German Shepherd's line, but I like uh, yours better. Okay. That, okay. that one that one is better. Okay. Can I say something about Yorkie real quick? Yes. Has, does anyone familiar with Lord of the Flies? Yes. Yes, he... he does he give piggy yes. vibes? Yes. yes. Yes, he does. Man, I just felt like there was such a, like, correlation between those two characters, <laughs> and I'm like, just, like, the sweet innocence, again, amongst such, like, a horrible time. I mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about... And this is also another fan favorite. Chili's most hated tech of the movie. The grenade that Jojo had at the beginning and that, like, it bounced from the tree <laughs> to him. He'd be like, what the heck? It's supposed to, like, but I, fire. <laughs> but I think that had more to do with his bad aim. Yeah, the grenade uh, functioned he, 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 as intended. He blames technology. Okay. How about when Yorkie's <laughs> carrying that heavy machinery and he just drops his end of it and it like blows up That's a small mine. building? That's oh, what I wrote down. <laughs> That's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> That's 
I wrote down the, the rocket launcher where he's just like, hey, Jojo, and it just <laughs> shoots on its <laughs> own. That's fantastic. Okay, there's one here, what we call ease patience. Patience with, like, P-A-Y patience, because it's something that uh, he definitely would have waited to pay probably less for something. You know what? I bet you all that armor, armory. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> all of it. Uh, anyway, no. All, no, all, it, this all is the weaponry is what I meant to say. I'm sorry, <laughs> my English is not very good looking. Anyway, this is JoJo. We're not watching Braveheart. <laughs> no, I'm saying that all like the weaponry was probably on clearance after the war. Oh, I see. Okay. And so were the flags. <laughs> so, and all the swastikas. Mm-hmm. You could book, like, stock up on yes. those. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure the German army paid, you know, overpaid you. For, all of, for all of that artillery. Yeah, exactly. My spasm. I wrote down... Oh, my God. Sorry, they just tried to high-five it. It was late. No, I saw. I saw the I whole thing. I wasn't trying to high-five. I was stretching. I know. I saw the whole thing. I just chose to ignore it. Oh, my God. I wrote down uh, the the colored pencils. Uh-huh. That he gave to oh, Elsa? Oh, yeah. That he gave to Elsa? That he gave to Elsa. He, like, found them in the rubble or something? Exactly. That's right. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like he probably would have waited it out and found even more for even Yeah, my answer was better, effort. but, yeah, that's a good one. too. <laughs> What was your answer? The armory? Does anyone else have an answer? Uh, I don't know. I, like, I was thinking like the negotiation with Elsa at the beginning. He's like, hey, if you tell my mom, That's you know, kind of like mm-hmm. he would want to get some more benefit from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He'd be okay. like, mm-hmm. you know. That's good. I yeah. like That's that. Not bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he would have negotiated. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I feel like he would have had... But something, something more. He would have. Either would've. that or negotiation so he wouldn't have to put the robot suit. Right. Mm. He would have negotiated he'd better be like, than a 10 year old. Yeah, he'd be like, uh, I wouldn't be in that. <laughs> right. I'd probably like do something else. Okay, okay, okay. All right then. Let's see. What's I left mean, here? But also, he was disabled. Did. There wasn't a lot he could do. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, that's good the thing. Point. He'd negotiate. He would have paid less for his physical therapy. Yeah, he'd be like, I can't put on that robot soap because of my face. Exactly. And then they'd be like, what do you mean? And he'd just like, yeah, in my leg. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> did did uh, did S have a losing it moment in this movie? I have one written down. It's when he says, fork off Hitler. Yeah, I was going to say that. And kicks him out the yeah. window. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Got, I feel like that has to be. I that. lost it in that moment. It, it has to be. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. All right. What about uh, Iris's I hate kids moment? Oh, it's I hate kids. Uh, then it would be the two kids. The bullies? At the yeah, beginning. I was going to say yeah. the beginning. It was the most kids. I don't know. I, I just thought when Yerky was all done with the word, and he's like, I need to go see my mom. I need a cuddle. <laughs> I can picture Iris so... being like, what a ween. No. Yerky was cute. It's good. Yerky was cute. That is good. Uh, he's an Iris approved kid. Yes. What about uh, what about Sally's called it moment? Mom dies. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. That's very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I, see it too. I agree 100%. 
Yep. I think she calls that like almost from the start. Yeah. Like <laughs> that when, the mom's gonna when die. Rosie, when yeah. they're staring at the ones hanging and he turns his head around and she turns it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that point, yeah. right? Like, at that oh, point. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's excellent. All oh right. Oh, my gosh. And all during that season, my husband was still waiting for it to be somebody else. <laughs> Just in case. I was like, case. wait, it was, it was really the mom. <laughs> Maybe someone else had those I need, shoes. I need to see her face. stole her shoes. <laughs> yeah. They just shop at the same place as all. Oh, my God. They were on clearance. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of shoes to choose from yeah. in 1940s Germany. Give me a break. Oh, my gosh. Did Andy have a good vacation spot in yes. this movie? What is it? Well, Germany, but not at that time. <laughs> Germany, but like today. Like the war zone? <laughs> it looks the really nice now. Yeah. Germany, but now. Yeah, I put Elsa's hiding hole, but I feel oh. like that's the wrong way of saying he it. He would not be shot. That's dead. Is that too claustrophobic? That Is it too claustrophobic for he him? Would Don't be like, no. We're talking about other people's holes, first of all. Uh, he's a five stars <laughs> and up type of dude. Good lord. Nicely done, guys. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, the, the river area Ooh. where they're riding their bikes. Like, I think that was the most yeah. scenic. Scenic where Andy would go to. Yes. I like that. I, I had a similar thought. I agree with you. That's good. That is good. Thank you for actually giving a serious answer. Yes. I'm very serious. <laughs> About time. <laughs> Oh man, guys! Well, hey, y'all did y'all did a fantastic job with the hit it takes, especially considering that you're not used to doing this, you know. And we didn't prepare at all. And that you didn't prepare at all. That you just kind of <laughs> did it off the cuff. That's pretty impressive. Honestly, you guys did good. I prepared for very little. Thank you. Y'all did very Thank good. Thank you for accepting our answers. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Let's. All right. So now we're gonna move on to our final segment, and that's last looks. Okay. So, do y'all think that? there's any continuation to this story do you feel like there's uh the potential for i don't want to say a sequel but you know what i'm saying I think like it another could chapter be done. Uh, yes well, but it would ruin point? it it would I, ruin it yeah it could be done but it yes i think it should not be done because any story would be like okay where do elsa and jojo go from here see i wasn't thinking it that way i was oh. thinking like um yorkie's point of view like oh. what he did because you just see him at the beginning and then you see him at the end and like and okay so you know like whenever they make line, those movies the Lion King one and a half type deal okay don't no Lion King one and a half sucked okay here we go no uh, but I see what I see what you're both are saying so same it's, story but different take exactly yes. it's in the mm-hmm. same period of time uh-huh. so you but Yorkie's s- perspective you kind of see certain events the same like at the at that's the, as good this movie. but I, what I would Yorkie absolutely did. watch that. that I absolutely would that's not a movie that's a miniseries oh. okay you know oh, what I mean I would yes. sign up for that miniseries I'm actually down for that absolutely no, I would that's purchase a new streaming subscription for that miniseries <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, HBO you can just send our check in the mail Thank you. All right, guys. If you had to give a final score for this movie, what's your final score? Like one through ten, one through one hundred. Yeah. Give, it, give it a give it a one through ten. I'm gonna give it an eight. An eight, solid eight. Solid eight. Okay. For me, it is an eight point five out of ten. Mine's a seven point five. Yours is a seven point five. Okay. All right. Those are all very respectable. I'm leaning towards eight point five, which is funny because I said eight. Uh, earlier in the podcast and now that we've talked about it more my appreciation for it has gone back up so it's interesting how that does that I hope it did it for you too listeners if you I got more into this. it talking about it and such you know dissecting yeah. it and getting the juice 
really yeah. stringing out yeah. Jojo juice. The Jojo, Jojo juice. juice. Once we had it was the dexterity meter rabbit English. juice. <laughs> Um, hey. This podcast brought to you by Jojo Juice. Once we wrung that wrung. juice out, yeah. like they did to we the rabbit snake, yeah, <laughs> you know, wow. really oh, just wow. this get, came full circle. Just take the life out of it. But in this case, we, we're bringing we added life. life into it. Yeah, that is super descriptive. Oh my God. <laughs> that was such a twisted analogy. Jeez. No well, pun intended there, but I yeah. passed English. Pun okay. intended. Mm-mm. Guys, I just want to thank y'all again for for uh joining us on this special podcast um and i do say it's special you know anytime that we change things up even if it's a bit but it makes for a -a one-of-a-kind experience just like this movie is and so thank you so much for joining and for all your excellent takes and insight and input uh i appreciate it and i know that all the fans and listeners out there are going to appreciate it too so y'all can give yourselves a round of applause but when it's over no not right now no no clapping wait slow clap no okay (laughs) that's my fault for mentioning it too soon soon. (laughs) and again listeners out there you know if you haven't seen this movie and for some reason you've listened to this entire podcast watch it watch it please we really do think that it's worth your time um but thank you again for listening and with that said we now say cut